Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. We'll keep you updated throughout the course. Uh, also, we have so much going on. Um, we have, you know, Paradise Lagoon Camp Draft. Tom Acton will join us a little later. Senator Susan McDonald, busy week with Budget Week. She joins us this morning um, as she now wants to recap and obviously we want to just really get a feel for what exactly went on. Uh, the opposition leader gave his response yesterday and it was pretty pretty strong. He, the Labor government has forgotten the middle class of Australia and this migration issue is just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse as we continue. Senator, good morning. Uh, thanks so much for being with us uh, on Fridays. It's always a pleasure. How's your week been? Oh, good morning, Ben. Well, it's been a busy week, as you say. The government's brought down its second budget and, uh, and you know, we've, we've had a fair bit of um, uh, late nights and early mornings as we work through the detail and try and figure out where are the line items of the important projects that we know will drive particularly regional Australia, but, you know, that's the prosperity of the country, drive it into the future. So we've been working our way through that, Ben, and I have to tell you, it's, um, you know, it's been pretty disappointing because this is a budget that the resources, royalties, company taxes and PAYG taxes have delivered a surplus. You know, be clear, it is the resources sector uh, and great agricultural commodity sales, uh, but there's been almost nothing go back into regional communities across Australia. You know, I went through looking for money for, for Burketown to upgrade their bridge uh, bridges after the floods. There's nothing. Uh, a lot of road funding's been pulled. A lot of water funding's been pulled. And then there was a big announcement for childcare subsidies, $4.6 billion. But, of course, in a lot of places in regional Australia, you can't get a childcare subsidy. Uh, centre or place. So, you know, you can give all the subsidies you like, but they'll end up going into the cities, not into uh, the regional and rural places that we know. Uh, So, as a whole, I think that there uh, was some great opportunities to be putting away uh, money from the resources uh, uh, boom, windfall, uh, and to be putting it back into the places that will mean that, you know, for generations to come, we've got the roads uh, and, and infrastructure um, that will allow families to, to live in regional places. But that's just not happened. We've seen a lot of money going to extra public service servants, another 10,000 public servants. We've seen biosecurity become more of a focus, which is great, but then they want farmers to pay for it. It's not farmers who are who are providing the risky environment. So last night at the budget reply, Peter Dutton committed to a container levy um, which is, you know, our, our greatest risk is, is imports and things coming in from overseas. Uh, so a levy on those containers that, to allow us to fund, better fund biosecurity across the country, which I thought was really good. You would have heard from the pharmacists who are, you know, I'm getting letters from from pharmacies who are just really distressed about this new uh, oh, way of doing scripts. Yeah, it's just yeah. crazy stuff. So, you know, all in all, this is a, this is a government that, you know, talks big game. They just don't seem to understand how how business works. Uh, the um, Building Australia Housing Fund, you know, where they're going to borrow $10 billion, pay interest on that, invest it, uh, and then build houses out of the investment. You know, it sounds a bit like taking the money to, to, uh, uh, to the casino and, and gambling it because, you know, maybe the investment will go up, maybe it'll go down, but sure as hell won't build any new houses. So... Yeah, oh, you know, Ben, it's been a frustrating week. It's just a government that really doesn't understand how the world works. It's 
it's spending a lot of money that I don't think we're going to see a lot of investment in the future. It's a real concern. There's no two ways about it. Um, Senator, the immigration laws that are, you know, it is concerning. We haven't got enough help. We spoke to Q Shorty yesterday um, and they were very big on this, that they can't build enough houses in time for what is happening. So can I I ask you, do you think that this is, you know, honestly as big an issue as Peter Dutton has said, like the immigration laws and how many people are going to be in this country uh, over the next course of the next two years is frightening. Well, it is. I mean, we do not have enough housing to house the people currently in Australia. Um, we've got a lot of challenges about supply chain shortages, workforce shortages to build properties, uh, but just the huge prices. You know, people aren't prepared to sign up to a contract for a house if they don't know what the price will be at the end. So, you know, I think it is incredibly serious if, if you see families who are camping in tents and in their cars uh, because they can't afford the rent. Um, and I, I just don't think that the, the rent price caps are the, are the answer. It seems like a good idea, but what happens is that less people then go and buy an investment property uh, to, to be able to put people up in, you know. If, if people can't all own their own homes, whether they be young or whatever, you know, stage of life they're in, uh, you know, rent taxes are, are a little bit like intervening in the gas market. You know, every time we do that, we see less investment, we see less people coming in and trying to help solve the problem. But, you know, I'm still optimistic that places like Pinkenbar, the federal government will allow homeless people to go in and... Um, and, and have a roof over their head while they get back on their feet. We sort things out. But, you know, the, we've, we've got to find some more, um, you know, modern solutions because at the moment bringing 700-odd uh, thousand people into Australia when we can't house the ones we've got now is a, a real problem. Yeah, you, you're dead right. That, that, that's the big issue. The roads and the water infrastructure that they're pulled out of. Are you worried the Murray-Daly Basin, Anastasia Palaszczuk comes out and says, listen, we're putting on hold and, and, and threw a lot of shade at the National Party. Um, we we know that, you know, the people of Stanthorpe now and, and on the Granite Belt, um, they are in limbo. And we know that, you know, talking with, you know, Jane McNamara and Flinders and, and people throughout there, just how – the state government, with the consultation of the federal government, have just gone bang. We're not we're not getting involved in that water system anymore. There's a real push yeah. to get away from supporting regional. There's no two ways about it, and you can see it through water infrastructure. You can see it through the fact of roads. Uh, there's not an understanding of what needs to be done here, and it is very very clear what their path is. No, that's absolutely right, Ben. And you know, I'm very proud to be a part of the National Party team because we are purely focused on how we support communities who are the ones who are in the places where we grow the food and fibre, we do the mining, we have great uh, small business and family businesses where people go for tourism and, uh, you know, there are so many reasons why regional Australia needs to be invested in. Uh, But this complete obsession with not investing in water projects, I do not understand. You know, even if they are concerned about climate change, well, surely more climate variability means more water storage systems so that you can capture the rain when it comes and then use it when it's not coming. It, it doesn't seem to be a really great project. They're already growing uh, table grapes in Hewenden to get ahead of the market down south. Um, this, this was a perfect project 
uh, that just needed a, a very modest amount of money, $26.4 million to be matched by the federal government and nothing. Uh, Emu Swamp Dam, again, not a, another project um, near Stanthorpe, not a huge project, but would have made a huge amount of difference uh, because remember that Stanthorpe is a town that ran out of water, that they were delivering bottled water, that farmers were trucking water in from over the border to keep tomatoes and other crops alive. You know, why would you not build a, an appropriate size uh, water uh, storage system there? I, I, I'm really concerned that it's, you know, we have different ideologies between Labor and the Coalition. You know, we believe in different things, but they don't even seem to have the, 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 uh, the understanding of yesteryear that when businesses and, and farmers and graziers do well, uh, their employees do well, that the country does well, people pay tax and we can invest in, you know, roads and schools and hospitals and all those things. Uh, Labor just seems to think that you can keep taxing the same people, whether they be farmers or, or resource companies, uh, you can keep taxing them uh, and that the money will keep flowing. And of course it won't because we live in a big wide world and investment will go to the places where, where businesses can get the best return. And at the moment, they're looking at Canada, they're looking at the US, South America, even Papua New Guinea and Indonesia are seen as more secure investment environments than Australia at the moment. Uh, and I am very concerned that the wealth that has flowed into this country to help us uh, access gas, oil and coal, iron ore, uh, all of those kind of projects, that that money is not coming to Australia and that it won't happen immediately. We'll see a lag, but in 10 years' time, We'll be saying, where are the tax dollars? Why can't we afford to do the Yeah, exactly. This is, this is, um, you know, you have to understand the realities of the world, which is that it's hard to come by investments. You have to be an attractive destination. The fact that we love Australia and think that we're the best place in the world doesn't always flow through when an investment board, uh, a long way away, is making decisions about where they're most likely to get a secure return. For their, for their mum and dad investors, for their superannuation funds, for whoever it is who's put their, their savings up and wants a return on it. So, you know, I think my summary, Ben, is that, you know, what we're seeing in Labor, particularly at a federal level now, is a government that is, you know, strong on ideology, but it doesn't translate into actually helping people get out of poverty. We're leaving people behind because we're not supporting the businesses that could employ them, we're not supporting the companies that pay taxes, and now we're not supporting the farmers. who have the biggest risk of climate, of market, um, of season, you know, of, of um, all sorts of things with their crops and their cattle, but now we're going to put another tax on them rather than tax the importers who provide the biosecurity risk. So, you know, I guess my takeaway uh, for you and everybody who's listening, is that this is a disappointing budget. We've, we've come up with a surplus. We had a real opportunity to continue uh, building Northern Australia, investing back in regional Australia, building the roads, some of the, some of which are still not sealed, uh, places where the floods have been, repairing bridges, culverts, but we have seen none of that. And instead, the money has been targeted to people who live in a city who might be able to get to a childcare centre um, you know, those sort of, of budget spends um, sound great on paper, but they're not available for everybody. Uh, it, it's almost like they've got blinkers on and they just can't see the rest of Australia. There's 30% of the population that doesn't live in a capital city, Ben. 
Great. Well, very well said. And 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 I think that's a great summary and what we all think. Appreciate your time this morning, Senator. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you again next week. Terrific. Thanks a lot, Ben. We'll take a break. Senator Susan McDonald, Rural Queensland today with Ben Dobbin. It's the 12th of May across the Resonate Broadcast Network.